Kenya raises its benchmark interest rate while Zambia leaves its interest rate unchanged. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business. In Africa, I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. One in three employees has reported pressure to cut corners since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. With the global economy slowing and economies dealing with decade-high inflation and negative geopolitical tensions, it is feared ethics will be under immense pressure. Pumle Lezwane, head of ethics at ABSA Group, gives us an insight from a global perspective on ethics the backbone of a sustainable business. Ethical culture. So across the globe, we've been, I mean, we've been assessing in terms of is there growth in ethical culture and what is happening in our environment. Now, I thought today I'll share a bit of this because it matters. You know, uh, what has been happening uh, is that we, we see, you know, a strength of organizational culture. We're seeing that um, organizations and employees are starting to take ethics seriously because possibly of the major financial breakdowns we've had in 2008 as well. And I think now organizations are starting to understand how important this is. And I think why this matters for us is the stronger the ethical culture in an organization, the stronger we observe that colleagues follow the expected behaviors and the expected uh, values of that organization. So it matters in terms of making sure that we build on this ethical culture. So we know as an industry that a strong ethical culture increases reporting. So it's important for colleagues and industry colleagues to be able to raise their voices. So when you have strong ethical culture, reporting increases. And of course, we're going to be talking about pressure, observed misconduct and retaliation. This increases, decreases as we increase our strong ethical culture. So it makes sense. Just to give you more of that global view. So, you know, I've mentioned some positives in terms of what's happening globally in terms of improving ethical culture. But unfortunately, and I think part of this is due to the pressures of COVID, you know, the financial pressure. I think it's this industry, we need, we need to take note of what's happening. We've seen that um, higher level of employees are reporting pressure. Um, now we have one in three employees explaining that they're experiencing this pressure to cut corners. Okay, and I think as industry leaders, we need to just pause here. As we see an improving ethical culture, but now again, we're seeing across the industry, you know, across countries, uh, where we, where now colleagues are saying they're experiencing this pressure to cut corners, which is why these dialogues are important. Because now, as this industry, we understand that we have a particular risk that we need to focus on. How do we empower our colleagues? How do we empower ourselves to be able to, as explained earlier on, to be able to do the right thing, even when the pressure is hard? Also, another trend of observed misconduct that we've seen is I've tried to put a few of the categories that are coming strongly across the globe. As I said, this is a global view. We're seeing an issue of observed conflict of interest and as conduct, this is important for us. We cannot have our customers or suppliers doubting who is most important in this process. Because remember, we are in a trust relationship. 
So we need to proactively manage our conflict of interest. We're seeing that um, the globe is struggling with some of these themes. We're seeing that, um, you know, favoritism towards certain employees is coming through as a theme, health violations coming through as a theme, and abusive behavior. This again matters for us as an industry because we then need to put programs in place that talk to these things. So now the risks have been identified across various countries. We know these are the issues. So when you have an ethics management program or you have a conduct program, part of it must talk to this. I mean, essentially what we're trying to say here is within your program, you cannot ignore issues on conflict of interest. You cannot ignore issues on abusive behavior. Of course, you cannot ignore issues of health violations. So when you put in your program together, these are some of the things you need to focus on. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The Central Bank of Kenya raised its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points to 8.75% at its November 2022 meeting in line with market forecasts. It marks the third straight rate hike this year, bringing borrowing costs to the highest since late 2019. Policymakers noted the sustained inflationary pressures, the elevated global risks and their potential impact on the domestic economy and concluded that there is scope for further tightening of the monetary policy in order to anchor inflation expectations. The annual inflation rate in Kenya accelerated for the eighth straight month to a fresh five-year high of 9.6% in October of 2022 from 9.2% in September. Meanwhile, the recently released GDP data for the second quarter, together with leading indicators of economic activity, suggest that the Kenyan economy should remain strong in 2020. The Central Bank of Zambia left its key interest rate at 9% at its November 2022 meeting for the fourth time in a row this year, citing continued downward trend in inflation. Zambia's annual inflation rate eased to a four-month low of 9.7% in October of 2022 from 9.9% in the prior month, helped by the relative stabilization of the kwacha. However, policymakers say the current projection shows that inflation will follow a slightly higher path than was anticipated at the August meeting amid the adverse global economic environment. Accordingly, inflation is now expected to average 13.3% in 2022 and 8.5% in 2023 before falling back within the bank's 6-8% to target range during the first quarter of 2024. The real GDP growth is now seen at 3% in 2022, down from a 3.1% projection in August before the expected acceleration to 4% in 2023 and 4.1% in 2024. IMF staff and the South Sudanese authorities have reached a staff level agreement for about $112 million in emergency funding through IMF's new food shock window of the rapid credit facility combined with a program monitoring with board involvement. This emergency financing under the new food shock window will help South Sudan address food insecurity, support social spending and boost international reserves. The program monitoring with board involvement will support economic policies aimed at maintaining macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability. South Sudan's request for emergency support is subject to approval by the IMF management and the executive board in the coming weeks. Ahead of the executive board consideration of this request, authorities will implement several reforms to strengthen governance and transparency. 
South Africa's annual inflation rate took up to 7.6% in October of 2022 from 7.5% in the prior month above market expectations of 7.4% and the upper limit of the South African Reserve Bank's target range of 3 to 6%. Main upward pressure came from prices of transport, food, non-alcoholic beverages, restaurants and hotels and miscellaneous goods and services. The annual co-inflation, which excludes prices of food, non-alcoholic beverages, fuel and energy, picked up to an over five and a half year high of 5% in October from 4.7% in the prior month. On a monthly basis, consumer prices inched up by 0.4% following a 0.1% rise in the prior month and above market forecasts of a 0.2% increase. And a quick look at the market, the South African rand appreciated further to around 17.2 per US dollar, the highest since September 12th, amid a softer dollar and expectations of a prolonged aggressive hiking cycle by the South African Reserve Bank. Both headline and co-inflation in South Africa surprised on the upside in October, suggesting persistent inflationary pressures. The central bank is set to deliver another big rate hike of at least 75 basis points at its looming November meeting, despite heightening risks to South Africa's economic outlook, including global headwinds and record power outages. Governor Ledshega Nkanyago recently cited they need to get inflation expectations more anchored around the midpoint of its target range of 3 to 6%. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of OK Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at With Adore.